0: Hey everyone this is Chris and Rick Talk Tars. that's Chris over there Good morning and I'm Rick and I hope you're doing well in lockdown these are crazy times Chris and I have been locked down in our respective homes he in West Seattle me in Shoreline Washington if you're from another state or country that doesn't mean anything but uh <laughs> it's far. Those are the those are our, those are our respective hoods I wanted to talk about just all the cool music videos I've been seeing that people have been producing since they've been locked up in their homes and Chris and I have lots of musician friends and then Chris also sent me this really cool video of a guy named Tom Bukovac, I think that's how it is, Bukovac or something. But he's a session guy in Nashville and he's just a badass guitar player and Chris sent me a video that he's doing this series for the coronavirus stuff in his garage and um it was super inspiring for me because I, I you know, I tend to listen to a lot of the stuff I like and I'm used to but uh Every time I'm some, something comes in from left field, it, to me, it just really inspires me and in kind of, you know, right away I had to pick up my guitar and start doing things, right? Because he talks about, like, different things like feel or phrasing or note choice, which is really cool. And he's a session guy and you should check him out if you can. We're, we're going to post some videos on our website. But w- what did you think, Chris, of that guy initially?
1: Well, I thought he was great. I found the coronavirus series where he was, like, showing you how to do, like, foam um, slide guitar without a slide yeah. that's pretty amazing it sounds just like a slide I haven't mastered it yet but um, it definitely made me like you said it made me reach for my guitar and the guy just seems really cool he's got a yeah. great a great reference for for music and you know I love his pedal board. there was a rig rundown I saw with him just an all-around good tasteful player yeah. that's the first I heard of him through that video
0: yeah, me too. But it's so strange because I'm sure we've heard him play on probably countless recordings. We just, I just never knew about this guy before. But yeah, I went down the rabbit hole with the Rig Rundown and he's got some killer guitars too. So just from a guitar porn perspective, it's worth watching that Rig Rundown, not only for his guitar playing, but he's got some killer guitar. So that was one inspiration. And then also a couple of friends of ours have put together videos of them playing songs and either acoustic or electric. And it's just been really cool and inspiring for me to, to see this kind of a flood of, of music videos. I saw a really cool one with Kevin Bacon and his wife doing a John Prine song too. And John Prine was in critical condition uh, battling the coronavirus, And that really made me feel it was, it was re- just so cool and so thoughtful and so uh, earnest, you know, have you seen any besides the Tom Bokovac ones that, that they've kind of, you know, made you feel good?
1: Yeah, I mean, I check them out when they come down. Like like you said, I have, you know, a bunch of musician friends and they'll post videos and I watch all of those. And it's great. It kind of keeps you in touch with your friends while you're in lockdown. So I think it's really cool. And I think anybody that wanted to, this is a good time to do it. I love the little short ones. Someone will show like a video of them just playing like a lick or something. Yeah. You know, some of my friends. And that's super cool. I mean, it's just something to keep us all together during this lockdown and i think it's i think it's great
0: yeah and that's that's what i've dug to is just kind of the sense of community some of these people i see them post stuff you know fairly frequently but some of these people i haven't i've never seen them post anything and for me it was cool to just see them play and, and sing and like some of these people I, I just didn't i didn't even know they sang but they've got great voices and they're good players and and yeah, it's just been really inspiring for me. And then also just tangentially, right? Like I'll, I'll watch the video and then like, uh, the session guy, for instance, like I'll just go down the rabbit hole and I've, I've been, you know, watching interviews or different things. And he was, he was, uh, well, one of his videos, he was talking about Dean Parks, which you and I both dig. He's a session guy from the seventies. He played with bread and all these other huge acts, but he said, you know, he was said he was on a, having a conversation with him, you know, poolside and and just two session guys from different eras, and it was really cool. It was really informative and, and just kind of, I don't know, I just kind of dug it.
1: Yeah, I've been going down rabbit holes, like just letting YouTube lead me where, where it will. And I ended up watching a bunch of 80s metal guitar players, and I don't know <laughs> why I did that, but it was so a nice little tasty time capsule when that style of playing where everybody had to have a really hot solo with some tapping and it it didn't take very long for it to run its course and me to go down a different rabbit hole. But it was just interesting to see that, like that time capsule of this is what guitar playing was for a while. Everybody had like a pointy headstock guitar. They had to have their moment in the middle of a song where they would shine and they would all play nearly identical things just different ways here's my tabbing part here's my really fast part it's you know, it was really interesting because I had forgotten about that almost totally
0: that's hilarious I do the same thing too it's like yeah I mean for you it was it was the 80s but for me it was like also going back into the uh, classic rock stuff guitar wise too and uh just revisiting that and just really appreciating like you know the Skinnard stuff and and Allman Brothers and you know bands where there's multiple guitar players, but some they're they're able to make it work, right? Because they, they know what they're doing. And another thing I found super inspiring was the outpouring of love and affection for John Prine. You know, I, we're all, well, most people are familiar with him, but I, I again, I went down that rabbit hole and I just got a new appreciation for what a great guitar player he is, you know? How about yeah, you?
1: I thought that was great. That was really touch and go for a while. And sounds like he's on the mend and I hope so. But as you know, I play him that John Prine tribute band. Yeah. So I've, like been inside a lot of his music and his songs more than just listening. I've always liked him from a listening perspective, but having gotten inside a bunch of those songs, which are incredible, not just lyrically, but John Prine is very interesting. His songs are super interesting because when you listen to them, they sound like you standard. There's three chords. Oh, that's a G, that's a C, that's an F, whatever. And when you get inside of them, they're really complex. I mean, he doesn't, he kind of changes things on the fly and there's little teeny like weird things in there that um. Are, it's kind of challenging. And that's why I love playing in that band that does his music, because it's, it's not just simple like, oh, I'm just playing these chords and these, you know, he's singing these really cool songs. It's like, no, you got to know what you're doing and you got to think on your feet because it's not the standard chord progressions.
0: Yeah, well, not only that, too, but like his picking style is really cool because I was watching a video where, you know, he was playing guitar and then he had another guy playing guitar. And I thought the other guy was doing the picking because John Prine was singing. But it it turned out John Prine was actually doing the picking. And it was this kind of hybrid between like uh, a Maybell Carter, uh, Travis picking that was it was simple, but really cool. And I I just dug it. Yeah. It's it's Yeah.
1: Do you remember what the song was? You know what the song was?
0: <sighs> no, I don't. I'll find it. And I'll I'll share it with you, but uh it was super cool. And uh yeah, because it's one of those things where, you know, at first you think, oh, okay, yeah, the, the other guy's playing the guitar part. And then then you realize, no, J- Brian's playing this thing. And he's, I think he's got either a two- or a three-finger style where he's got the thumb pick and then his other two fingers. But it just sounded so cool. It was deceptive. And like you said, his stuff's deceptively simple. You know, it'll draw you in and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's just, you know, three chords. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. He's doing this cool hybrid picking style and singing at the same time. It was really cool. I just dug it.
1: Or he's putting a chord somewhere where you would never expect it to be. I mean, right. there was song he has got this song called Christmas in Prison. And <laughs> after each chorus, there's like a guitar melody part. And when it gets the first time they get to that melody part, he like drops a beat. Just it just starts on, you know, there's a missed beat in there. And forever that drove me nuts. And when I was learning <laughs> the song, and I finally got it, and that's how we play it. And it's great, but I was watching videos and I saw some live videos of him playing that song with a band and they took it out. They took that, they put the beat back where it should be. And I just had this vision of like someone in his band going, damn it, Brian, don't drop that beat or or put it back to where it was because it really threw me for a curve, but I ended up getting it. And a lot of things like that, it's just like, oh yeah, you're going along this chord progression that you think this is where it goes, but his chords will follow... His voice a lot of times and so he changes something up he changes the chord up and you know it took me a while to get some of those songs there and and you want that's something you want to do right too you don't want to you know hack your way through that because it's john prime and you know an institution
0: yeah exactly um so you know that's another you know side effect of this lockdown is i've just been really a inspired by all these musicians coming out of the woodwork and posting stuff online and then when it's somebody like john prine where i think i know his music and then i get into it and it's like it's kind of discovering it all over again and and having this new appreciation for him as an artist not only as a singer songwriter his songs are amazing but just as a guitar player it's like damn this guy is really really good yeah
1: It's a perfect time for deep dives on this stuff. I mentioned watching metal videos. I actually was watching Steve Vai talk about his guitar collection. (laughs) Steve Vai, not my thing, but I love listening to people talk about their guitars. I don't know. It's just something I've always had. You know, I think guitars to me are more than just things. They have stories and hearing people's stories about guitars is just something I could do for hours.
0: I've been doing the, the rig rundowns too. And yeah, just like you said, that the guitars are they are just so much more than these inanimate objects that we, the musical instruments, they're, especially for guitar, guitar players. You know, yeah, I love the stories. I love to crack open a case and, you know, just imagine where this thing's been, who's played it. I've gone down those rabbit holes too. Uh, like I posted, you know, I, I got this challenge on Facebook from one of my friends to, you know, he posted a song and so I got, bust out the acoustic and did a little ditty and posted it. It made me feel good. It, it, again, it, It just really made me feel good about the community of people I know who are musicians or not, just kind of forming these communities online so that we can all kind of get through this crappy time.
1: Right, yeah. Any two-minute video you post of you doing something with your guitar is like two minutes out of someone's day where they don't have to occupy (laughs) their time doing something else. So it just helps for everybody. I, I might do something. I might do a little dorky video or something. Um, because it's like you said, I've kind of been inspired to, I like watching these things and it's like, maybe I'll make one. I'll do I a think you should Flintstones theme song or something <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you should. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think I might bust out my stuff and do another one or maybe a, I, I'm kind of thinking maybe just doing a little series like that, that, that guy that you sent me a video of, um, just to, just to kill time and just to, to keep my chops up and, that's another thing too it's it's made me want to pick up the guitar a lot more too i mean you know cool.
1: yeah i should i should definitely do that i've been playing i've even have you found that you've been playing a lot more guitar during this lockdown
0: oh yeah, yep, and just all of them you know I busted out the the acoustic and the electrics and yeah it it it, it has not only because i have we have so much time on our hands but uh just seeing all these videos really inspired me to play and and uh Especially seeing guitar players like The Session Guy just make me want to analyze my playing and, and, and push myself. Like we've talked about before, it's like we get into our patterns and stuff, And but seeing how people think about guitar and their playing, again, just makes me think about my playing and, and, and getting out of my comfort zone, which is super helpful.
1: That's really cool because it's it's completely outside of the things we sometimes spend so much time on is like gear and you know kind of obsessing over gear and just thinking, I mean taking it back to the actual playing is always a good thing to do. I mean, and that's what's, that's going to move you along a lot more than, you know, getting a new delay pebble or something. So
0: exactly.
1: This is where it's all about getting lemonade from a lemon basically. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, so we've been making lots of lemonade. Um, so yeah. And just everything like from technique to string gauge, all that stuff and the rabbit holes abound. And, uh, now, now's the time for people to really just go find inspiration and, and play more and expand your own playing. I mean, have you found that to be the case, too?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm trying to think of what I'm kind of working on now. I know the, the thing I'm working on now is um, one of my bands that I was in in the 2000s is doing a reunion. So I have to go back and learn all these songs from, you know, 10, 15 years ago that I wrote. And my playing style has changed so much since then that some of these things are kind of like challenging, the the music itself, like the actual song structure and the chords are super, super easy. But some of the guitar parts, like the lead guitar parts and you know, kind of the dynamics of things are really hard. So I'm going back and I'm saying, why did I play this like this? I mean, it's cool, but it's, I don't play like that anymore. So it's just kind of a nice to revisit where you were 10 years ago and look at where you are now and we're going to do these songs in a, for a show that was a request of a friend of ours for their like 50th birthday party. So we're going to get the band back together. And what I'm kind of dealing with now is, well, I would play this particular part here totally different, knowing what I know from all this time that has passed. But at the same time, I need to retain the element of this guitar part because this person wanted us to play because they they like this record and they're used to that. So just trying to like do little tiny things to say... You know, I'd do a slightly different turnaround here because it's just like it makes more sense now knowing what I know. But still, let's keep the essence of the part intact. So that's been kind of a challenging exercise that is is pretty cool, actually, like to kind of take what you know since this certain point and retain the essence of the part, but put something maybe a little bit new, a little, new little twist on it. That's
0: cool. And that, I think that's a cool challenge, too. Just for the fact that it's your playing, right? It's like it's not like you're trying to uh, memorize somebody else's playing, but this is actually your playing from, you know a decade ago, or I think that's kind of interesting.
1: it is. it's been interesting. So that's been something when I pick up my guitar that I'm doing each guitar playing session a little bit. There's like one song in particular that's pretty hard to play, and I just keep running that over and over. And that one I'm sticking almost identical to the part. But it's a really fast, country, like, kind of, like, solo, and I haven't played in that style in quite a while, so it's like, well, how the hell did I do that? <laughs> and now I've got it. It's just a matter of, I run it every couple of times just to get it, you know, better. But, yeah, I kicked my own ass from, <laughs> how was I was thinking.
0: That's hilarious. Well, have you seen any other videos that, that have inspired you, or even well, either gear-related gear or just playing-related?
1: I, I, w- I would point out that on Netflix, there's a, um, a pretty cool um, ZZ Top documentary that's available. I watched that because I've listened to ZZ Top since the, the 70s, but I knew absolutely nothing about the band, like how they got together and all that stuff. So it's it's good to fill in this, those type of details. So it's it's very watchable. I watch that. Usually for at least a part of the day, I'm kind of dicking around on the internet, looking at guitar stuff and, you know, YouTube videos and forums or whatnot. So I'm trying to keep my dedicated guitar time to maximum during this trying time.
0: Yeah, me too. I got to check that uh, documentary out. I think you mentioned that to me before, but the same way, I I, I don't know much about the band other than just, I mean, I've listened to them forever, but I'd like a little inside scoop on, because they've got a pretty storied past. Like he rubbed elbows with Hendrix a little bit. I think The, the Reverend did a little bit back in the day. and Yeah. I want to check that out do it i'm going to man after i get done with all the other videos i got to watch about rig rundowns and such well cool man i hope you guys found this inspiring and what we're going to do is we're going to post some some of the stuff we've been watching online so hopefully you guys can get inspired and send us stuff that you guys have been watching the rabbit holes you've been going down we we always love hearing from you people out there and and uh you know i'm always up for a a good rabbit hole to go down how about you chris
1: absolutely yep i mean i'm bookmarking stuff that i haven't had a chance to see but i can always have more
0: all right man we'll share it with everybody and i'll do the same thanks for listening we really appreciate it and be safe out there uh we'll get through this um appreciate you guys listening so much